welcome to episode six of Simply Soccer. I am Michelle Hootink, your host, and I'm here today with Araceli Villanueva, my fellow MLS female co-writer. Yay! Yay! All right. Well, she's more than that. She's a big fan uh, of soccer herself. And tell them a little bit more about you. Well, I'm the reporter for Sporting Kansas City and LAFC. Yes, I know some of your feelings against LAFC, but no worries. We have... Mutual respect here, you know, rivals on the field, friends in real life. So we've been able to balance that out. And I'm sure other fans from both supporter groups have had the same conundrum at some point. Yeah, especially living uh, in the same city of Los Angeles. You know, you always run into everybody. Yeah, no, um, Araceli has been very kind enough to host me at her house and in fact it's been quite the adventure um it started off first of all i gotta also add that this is the first time i've had a guest actually in person beside me when i'm recording um so you know very special episode you guys and yeah come in here to kansas city i took the early flight unlike the la galaxy um i actually got here on time um in, in time for the storm, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, you got here right before it started. Yeah. Like um, hours before. Yeah, I was sitting. Uh, well, you know, she took me around. Kansas City, you guys, if you don't know, is a is actually a, a gem of the Midwest. It's got a lot to offer. Not just barbecue, <laughs> but there is plenty of it. It's what I've been eating for four days now. Um, barbecued out already. I was going to say, yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's different home styles to try and I got to try it all and not just do a food tour but a sightseeing tour and I didn't want to just do the touristy stuff I mean there are artsy gardens there's the plaza um and of course my first time checklist I get to see Sporting Kansas City's stadium for myself and the atmosphere and the energy there but we'll get to that so back to the tornado um, that's why this episode is going to be called to LA for that again. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was really interesting. You know, I'm sitting there on the couch and her parents and I are, are in our cellular are watching the weather channel and just, I just didn't know what to expect. You know, I'm from LA, like we don't even deal with rain. And so when her mom's like, well, there's no rain, there's no hail. Like we don't have to get down to the basement yet. And I kept looking and checking with them because then uh, the the tornado started to skirt past the stadium. Basically, the tornado the the tornado sirens started going off, and we did the most Kansas thing ever. We just automatically went outside to look at the sky to make sure <laughs> they did. You I know, did we not. Were good. I sat on that couch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you came out at one point I for did. a little bit after I had to, for convi- Instagram. I had to convince you yes. a bit. Yes. But I just find it hilarious how all this time you just kept telling me, like, I want to come see the city. I want to come see the stadium, which is, you know, great points, too. But you kept saying, I want to come when there's no tornado. And in all fairness, I did kind of tell you when tornado season was. And by the way, guys, we've been planning this trip since before uh, MLS released the schedule. And as soon as it came out, I was like, I'm booking my ticket. I know when I'm coming, when when Galaxy are playing SKC. And then, of course, as faith would have it, the Galaxy plans it at the tail end of tornado season. 
And we are basically doing good up to this point. You know, we had thunderstorms and flooding, but no real threat of a tornado near the city. For several years, guys. Until the day <laughs> you arrive and then boom, a tornado shows up near the stadium. Like yeah. come and two on. blocks from the house, I believe your mom was saying is like a twenty minute it was 20 minutes away from like, us I at one point. It just basically... We were packed and ready to go down to the basement, you guys. Yeah, like, it touched down by the stadium. Then it went up and kind of flew over my house. And yeah. then touched down by the airport. Yep, which kicked debris, which is why the galaxy ended up getting diverted and staying in St. Louis, which is only three or four hours from here. And I did not know what the galaxy strategy was. I mean, I just remember even, like, Ibrahimovic had posted on Instagram, some picture of Efren, and they were still sitting at LAX, you know? And so once they got diverted, it was like, okay, you know, are they here yet? Are they coming? Is it game on? And then, of course, MLS is like... It's like, game on. We we don't care. (laughs) Yeah, play play on. It's happening. But, I mean, you kind (laughs) of saw that coming because they didn't give Montreal Impact a chance. They didn't give Vancouver a chance because they had similar... Um, displacement granted it wasn't by a tornado but you just knew the game was going to happen either way and we just kept talking about well was the galaxy going to be too tired for sporting is how how is that match going to turn out Mm -hmm. you know yeah I was really concerned because you know the galaxy didn't have a history of winning here uh, since 2007 and so I was really really concerned with the galaxy going to be too tired and not getting any rest when they could. And then also just, you know, the whole travel thing. But again, the galaxy didn't use that as an excuse. They came out spoiler alert. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, but I was really, I was really surprised. Um, because that first half of the game, we were all surprised. Yeah. Yeah. The first half of the game, it just seemed like both teams were completely lost. I have never seen a loose ball so much in my life. Like, that ball practically had a life of its own. Like, no one was touching it, really. Yeah, it was really boring. We were- but after, mm-hmm. I'm going to say about 10, 15 minutes, sporting finally started, you know, like, oh, hey, I have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, they kept it scoreless for the first half. They did. At least. They did. And and Bingham was coming up with, with the saves there and stares. I know, like... <laughs> last minute block kicked it in and everybody was worried about Russell um and what sorry I had to say his name Saloy uh Daniel Saloy yeah yeah he he had a really good shot that he was did. just just over he did. Um, a, a lot of them did there was multiple chances not just Daniel um Johnny Russell Kellen Rowe you know they had they were there but unfortunately the ball just you know either hit the crossbar or just went over it yeah Romney um Dave Romney is back in the in the starting lineup we hadn't seen him in a while um Perry Kitchen got his second start of the 2019 season his his first start I mean second start in a while um since we've seen him of this season and like second game that he's been in and then Shelvick also found his way back into the lineup. Um, Sarah's definitely fighting his way and keeping keeping in, him in uh, in the back line. And yeah, that you know lineup was was really a little bit tricky because we were looking for 
you know, um, Fabio Alvarez, who ended up getting his first goal, and you said that we had to hand it to him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, even SKC and the RSLE here had to say, like, no, Alvarez earned that goal. Um, And then, of course, Ibrahimovic and and Kitchen on the the assist on that. And then, um, yeah, then Zlatan. You guys got Zlatan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we we got Zlatan in a sense, but as you mentioned earlier, Alvarez with the um, breaking the scoreless drought in the 55th minute, like that goal, you just couldn't deny that goal. That was a beautiful goal. And it's a little um, shameful that it got overshadowed by Zlatan's goal. Later yeah, on. that's true. That's true. And that's what's hard about being a Galaxy fan and, and still maintaining it with everything. I mean, Zoltan just came back from a suspension because of, I don't even want to say poor sportsmanship. It's like worse than that. Um, you know, it's just bad conduct on his part. And so, um, but just to have him back already means that, yeah, the other guys get overshadowed. And it just seems to be like a one-man show, you know. And what about Legit? Psychologically, I don't think Legit was there in the end of the game either. He's not had some good rounds. And post-match, okay, so I was media for this game, uh, which is actually like my first game this season for the Galaxy to be media. And I liked it at this stadium because of their away team, which means that you know they didn't have the crowded media scrums that they do in L.A. And so I was actually able to get my chance um, – to interview Legit, and when he came out, I mean, he seemed to be limping a little bit, honestly. But I think maybe he was just tired. I mean, the guy ran for ninety minutes. Like, props to him. Like, he he puts the effort in. It's just, yeah, he just hasn't been playing that well. And um, you know, I know that he must know the criticism that he's been having from fans. And you know, so I asked him. I asked him about that. And of course, you know, he just takes it in stride and the whole team, you know, knows that the fans are not used to losses and are not used to, you know, not being top in the league. I mean, you know, we moved up to second place after this win. So this was a major, major win for the Galaxy on the road away. Um, And I mean, the energy in that stadium too, like the fans through and through, um, the SKC fans were cheering on sporting they really were like the entire time that stadium was like i hate to compare it to europe but here we go <laughs> like it was it, it is likened to a european league of of the chanting and the cheering mm-hmm. and that the, that the fans bring to the atmosphere i mean it's definitely one of the top beautiful stadiums i mean there's no place like home <laughs> um but no yeah, club. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's a really really beautiful stadium, and this city is a really a soccer city. Um, you know, I have mad respect for sporting, and and it's fun to be in a town like I said in the Midwest. You would never think, you know, everywhere you go in LA, you you know, you always see the Clippers, Lakers stuff. Um, you know, there's always NFL. And baseball, of course, Dodgers, and for me, anyway. <laughs> I know there's also the Angels, for my Angels fans listening. Um, but to come here and to see that sporting is almost more prominent here. It's becoming more prominent. I mean, yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs and the Kansas City Royals, our football and baseball team, are always going to be ingrained in the, in the culture mm-hmm. because that's what more or less came first. 
and then the introduction of the wizard slider rebranding into sporting Kansas city um it's definitely growing and you can see that in the culture because we have murals around town dedicated to the team we have a soccer pacific bar that's basically named after the thing our our motto you know no other club it's called no other pub (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and you know like michelle was saying you know i've visited Los Angeles several times a year because I have family from there and I see the sports culture there I see um the memorabilia in certain places but I don't see a specific bar or a specific restaurant that has just one team yeah and the hometown pride you know because it feels like is constantly battling. You know, we kind of talked about this earlier. Mm-hmm. You have two basketball teams, two... Baseball teams, two um, NFL teams. The hockey team. Yeah. <laughs> we only have three teams here. <laughs> but they, well, technically four with the Comets, but right. there's really not much competition. Right, know? but they embrace the, the soccer here. I mean, you can go around the city and, and see sporting jerseys on people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I went into a store here and... I mean, they had they had so much merchandise. I was jealous. I was like, why don't the Galaxy have this much stuff? Like, the whole store was sporting, <laughs> basically. And it was just on things you would not think of it be on. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, there's lots of lots of stuff out here uh, to be obsessed with. Like, there's even murals and, and things, you know. When in Rome, I definitely took my pictures with with even the, the offices, you know. Um it's 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 incredible. It's been incredible um, just to see how soccer is growing, mm-hmm. and um, and I think too with the little rut that Sporting KC is in currently, mm-hmm. they need that team support because um, last Sunday, you know, before we face they face Seattle. Actually, I take it back. Last Saturday on the twenty fifth at seven in the morning, around two dozen fans arrived at Pinnacle. To show sporting their support because yes. they were in a seven-game loss, <clears throat> you know, a winless streak, and the fans gathered together to show the team, like, "Hey, we're here to support you." Yeah, you know, and even the team acknowledged that they came out at the end to take pictures with the fans, take one big old group photo, and even at the end of the game when they finally got their win at home by defeating. Uh, Seattle, you know, the players acknowledge that, that even like Johnny Russell, for example, he says that in Europe, when you see fans arrive at the club, usually it's to riot. (laughs) He was thankful that it was a complete opposite. Yeah. (laughs) And um, yeah, this city has a real love for their team. And I was actually surprised to find out that the players live amongst the people. (laughs) It's not something that happens in L.A., you know? Um, Yeah, everybody's always so separated. And, and, I mean, they can walk around like normal people in L.A., but you know that there's somebody. Right. You know, but you guys treat your guys just like everybody else. Pretty much. Uh I mean, you hit it on the head. A lot of the players live 
within the community and they interact I'm not gonna lie, with guys. the community like a, a normal person as you put it i'm i'm even like two blocks away right now i think from mahomes right like the chiefs <laughs> dude um you not can't that release I'm, that uh, you can't release anyone in that i uh, know no no no. that's it that's all i know and it doesn't matter i'm not even a chiefs fan but i mean i'm just telling you i mean look coming from la and to know that like yeah of course like you know you live near celebrities all the time and they just get left alone i mean but like i said it's like they you guys can run into them on the street here and it's just like they yeah. they feel like they're home pretty much all the time you pretty know? much it's like, like you're like saying hi to your neighbor and there's much. a mutual respect yeah yeah it is exactly because kansas city you know we're known for being the nicest people and we definitely have that mentality as to where if we see, like, Tim Million, for example, just walking down the street, you can go up and say hi, but we're going to have that respect that if you see them with their families, you're not going to be like, oh, hey, can I get a picture? Hey, can you sign this? Can you do that? Da, 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 da. You're not, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. There's always a time and a place and people understand boundaries around here. Yeah. So that's really, really cool to hear that. Um, and to experience that for myself. I mean, we even went down to a bar, like, kind of hoping, hey, maybe Sporting's hanging out here. Oh, wait, they got a game tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it's it's been a blast. And, and being media uh, over here, like I said, I got an advantage because there were literally, like, three other media people besides Spectrum and me and RSLE, you know. And I was able to get interviews with... Legit Shelvik and um, ha ha Zlatan Ibrahimovic, you guys. Which, if you read my article, you know this. And there's like a quote floating around about how he gets criticism for breakfast and lunch. Um, so it was it was nice. Um, I wasn't even sure to even ask him that question at the end because I, you know, they're like, okay, one more question, and I just jumped in and I went ahead and baited him. <laughs> For that, but um, I mean, it's classic Zlatan. I mean, let's be honest, that's what we all know him for. And, you know, it was good to have him back. And he was so comfortable to talk to the media, of course. And um, I, there were guys that I wanted to talk to. Like, I was burning to ask kitchen questions because Zlatan is always getting his limelight that I wanted to ask kitchen. How does it feel for you to be back? Cause they, you know, Zlatan was only gone for two games and they were just like, how does it feel to be back? Like kitchen has been gone for like a lot of 2018 season. Can we talk about, <laughs> can we talk about that? You, you want to give him his recognition. I did. And I just, yeah. you know, he just, he, I mean, it happens. They just didn't have time to stop. Uh, I missed David Bingham cause I was actually interviewing head coach Escaloto, but of course he didn't give away any secrets and, you know, they were going to, they're going to win in New England on Sunday, right, against New England um, at back at home in L.A. So, you know, they're trying to get their three points and keep moving forward, always improving, of course. Um, you know, Legit was great. Shelvick um, also glad to be back in the lineup and, and knows that, you know, the, the, the team is trusting him. Uh, the coach is trusting him to be back there. Um, I, I feel like I just want to, like, tell Sarah's that I'm sorry that I didn't get to ask him any questions the image of him like kind of looking back at us like I got questions and I I wanted to say yes and like stop him um but I didn't know you know when the next guy was going to come out and I didn't want to be talking to Sarah's when let's be honest like there's another guy for us to talk to you know um 
coming up. Yeah, it's so. always tough to time those. Yeah, days. but he just he looked like he wanted to talk to us too, though. That's what <laughs> kind of made me like, I want to ask you, but you know, I'm not the only media person there, and I felt like I was hogging up the questions as it was. So I just went ahead and been like, I just said thank you to let him know that you know I appreciate him because he is he's fighting for that spot, you know, and like twice already he's made like last ditch efforts. Um, yeah, so those those are the guys that we got to talk to. Um, it was it was just really really fun. I like I, an opportunity that I don't feel could have happened at, at another stadium, and and that the guys won was a huge huge boost. Um, I understand that you know they don't might not want to talk if they're you know not in a winning in a winning spirit. So and something I want to you know quickly acknowledge on the Sporting KC side is mm-hmm. I w- I had a chance to go interview our players before you know I joined you with the other media scrum for the Galaxy side. Um, just briefly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I've been doing this for several years now, and I'm used to being, like, the only girl or one of two girls, mostly. And when I was interviewing the sporting players, you know, it wasn't just myself. It was me and three other girls. There were boys, but they didn't come in till way later. But I just like to acknowledge the fact of the power of, Female empowerment, especially in this male-run, male-dominated industry, to have four female reporters conducting interviews is just showing the power of this sport and the direction that it's going in. And, you know, I'm proud to be a part of it. Yeah, and actually we were able to meet with Dana, um, our manager, for MLS female, um, well, I got to meet her for the first time. I know Araceli and her, you know, they already know each other. But well, she lives here. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. So no, but I got to to meet up with her, and it, it's just great to see that, you know, even as women, we're really respected as reporters too. Um, you know, people don't ever look down on us because you know she's got our turf football and she deals with um, the NFL side of things, and you know, to be we never get questioned. Um, because women play soccer, <laughs> we see, you know, that uh, we're always respected and, and always feel like we, we, you know, respected for what we know what we're talking about. And so it's something that's, that's moving in this industry. And it's nice that, you know, the women in soccer um, have, have made it easier and allowed us to get that respect. Yeah. So it's really, really interesting. Um, speaking of the women, um, the U.S. women are going to be playing. Well, the, the World Cup, the Women's World Cup is going to be starting on June 7th. Um, and the women's first game is, uh, U.S. women's first game is June 11th. So, you know, that's right when the U.S. Open, Open Cup begins. <laughs> yeah. Scheduling. Scheduling. Yeah. MLS and their scheduling. They, I, I don't know. Do you think this compacted schedule is a great idea? Or is it just hurting our teams even more? I mean, it's hurting. I think it's hurting our guys. It's it's wearing them I out. Agree. Um, I mean, we're seeing it. My question is, is like because Europe and I mean, M- you know, MLS is different. Like they have they have more games, true, um, and they have more games closer together. And so, and, and that's what the international break is supposed to be for. And yet, we still have games going on. <laughs> um, you know, and so. I see it. I see it taking a toll on our guys. I mean, I I wonder if that's like why you know part of the reason we see so many injuries now. I feel like the guys are overworking mm-hmm. themselves. Um, you know, uh, but 
again, it's like that's what makes this league different and what makes it stand out. Um, mm-hmm. I know we've got now now a, a league's cup <laughs> um, that the Galaxy is going to be performing in, and that's the kind of thing where I'm just like, okay, I don't even mind if you play our B team, honestly. Um, you know, because of, because of the call up, so we're not going to have Gonzalez. He's going with Costa Rica. Felcher is going to be with Venezuela. Um, Araujo's with the under-20 World Cup. Um, Antuna and Jonah Dos Santos are going to be with Mexico. Uh, so you have a lot of these guys that they don't get a break. <laughs> you know, um, they've, they've got to come in and, and give 110% all the time and for their national teams. Oh, and Leggett, let's not forget. Leggett is getting called up too, and I hope that he's that he's going to be able to be the spark that we've seen him at least in January camp. Mm-hmm. He was a real good spark. So, you know, I, of course I wish them the best. I want to see my, you know, U.S. men, our U.S. men. Well, I guess my, because <laughs> we're not going to go there. Um, but anyways, yeah, um, my U.S. men get the gold cup. Um, that's, that's what I'm hoping for, especially since Mexico decided to go ahead and just play their B team. <laughs> a lot of our, a lot of their guys, um, dropped out of that so any other thoughts on the u.s men's roster well to kind of go back to the women's oh yeah world cup because i didn't mean to kind of switch gears but yeah. my, you know obviously the F- women's world cup and the gold cup are two separate things i think my point was more or less in that just reporters being spread thin for the month of june alone oh. because june is going to be very soccer filled with the women's world cup the Gold Cup, the U.S., the Lamar Hunt Open Cup. That's a lot of cups. That's <laughs> a lot then, of cups. And then just the general schedule of MLS, because, for example, Sporting Kansas City, they already have four away, uh, four matches of uh, road. They have four road matches for the month of June, no home games. And then with the addition of the Open Cup, now that added a fifth road game, and yeah. we'll already we're already missing players for our match in yeah. Toronto on June seventh. Yeah, sporting, you know, if you guys don't know, we already uh, had a depleted roster with injuries with Johnny Russell, Christian Namath, Nicholas Hauser, Botam, Bo, Botam Baroth. You know they'll be gone for the Euro qual- European qualifiers, and they're healthy men. Mm-hmm. You know, there's really granted Johnny missed today's match against Houston they're generally healthy men and our injury list yes it's finally shrinking but we're still missing key players mm-hmm. so we're kind of like what what do we do what do we, why <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's frustrating it, it is definitely frustrating because to us MLS Cup is what matters that's what we're all aiming for right um, nobody's down and out yet for the count we are already halfway let's just say like halfway like, through the through season. season yeah yeah and so you know honestly like priorities you know u.s open cup i mean it's it's great you know the galaxy are hosting orange county and you know it's just i want to see my team make it to the playoffs and not just that but be actual contenders for the cup and mm-hmm. i really think that the schedule doesn't quite help that you it know? doesn't um, and on the LAFC side, I'm thankful that the schedule is not too heavy in this in what uh, Sporting KC has. You know, tonight 
was their first, you know, real challenge and their next. Yeah, they played Portland um, for the people who didn't watch. Um, and that was a very interesting I match. was going to say, it did, it did get entertaining, <laughs> I have to say. I mean, I, next, like I said, I hate Portland. I hate LAFC even more. Um, but, but the next um, yeah. MLS game for LAFC is going to be June 28th. So, you know, you think they're going to have that month-long break. Even though the U.S. Open Cup is on June 11th in Salt Lake, and they're only missing or potentially going to miss about four players, Mark Anthony K, Tyler Miller, Walker Zimmerman, and maybe even Peter Lee Vassil to Jamaica. We haven't, he was announced to their provisional roster last month, but we don't know the full terms if he is going to Jamaica's camp or not. So I think LAFC kind of has it a little easy <laughs> next month or this month compared to other teams. <laughs> Well, which leads us to July 19th at Dignity Health Sports Park. Uh, LA Galaxy is going to be hosting LAFC for El Trafico, as it's now known as whatever, you know, for better or worse, that's what we call it now. In respect to Bob Bradley, I want to rename it to El Clasico, because he even told media at opening day this year that he hates that term. And he said that last year, too, so... I know, but then I think Cali Classico, <laughs> which is against San Jose, so it's like, yeah. Which, speaking of, like, when does San Jose get good? What the heck? Wando. Wando. Oh, my God, I hate <laughs> it's him. It's like Carlos Vela and Wandalowski are in a competition right now of who can score the most goals this yeah, season. Yeah, well, Zlatan's working on it as well, you know. Um, yeah, so and July 19th. shall not be named. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, July 19th um, is going to be El Trafico. And honestly, like, okay, this win against Sporting was exactly the confidence that the fans and I think the team need uh, needed to get their their mojo back. I mean, you know, coming off of four losses, yes, they beat Orlando, but let's be honest, sorry to my Orlando friends listening, but Orlando's garbage and so like we weren't really sure like okay did the galaxy oh, just, do this just saying how it is just cut it oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> well look okay we lost against colorado which let's be honest um you know worst team colorado? in the league yeah which colorado now we now the galaxy gave them the confidence to win um goodness i know our, our mls female jess is gonna be really happy sorry jess we're not i know i mean yeah well anyways it is what it is <laughs> um and so but thank you portland for putting sporting up a notch yeah least. i saw that right <laughs> <laughs> so this is how, how did that happen i know well yeah and you know seattle Seattle, and so just like I said that they would yeah sorry Noah I know you're probably listening too um yeah they did they did own goals you know um and so it's you know it's anybody's game at this point and and MLS keeps happening and it's it's great and it's fun to watch and and yeah that's why I said nobody's down and out and you just watch the teams in the west especially they go up and down the table and um yeah, I think it's exactly what the Galaxy needed to be able to. Because to be honest, the way that they've been playing, we're just like, we're we're totally screwed against LAFC. You know, I know like right now LAFC is like number one. Yeah, she's over here pumping her fist so people who can't see. Um, <laughs> we saw Jersey Shore over here, okay? <laughs> what? <laughs> Midwest, not the East Coast. I know, I know. West Coast <laughs> is the best coast. Okay. So then, um, 
Yeah, it's it's just now I feel more confident. I mean, yeah, we're, we relied on Zlatan like way too much. Um, but and now that's exactly what I, what I'm trying to do now is, you know, not focus just on Zlatan. I'm trying to bring everybody's attention. Um, when I did my analysis piece was highlighting the other players that we have, the galaxy have so much talent and there's no reason why we, we couldn't pick up another win, um, against LAFC, you know, but. Now, You're correct me if I'm wrong. Hasn't the Galaxy always been kind of like that, though? They picked that one player because, like, David Beckham, Landon Donovan, now Slotin. Yeah. Haven't yeah. they always picked that kind of one player to idolize compared to a team effort? Uh, yeah, but I think what the difference was, like, especially with Landon, was that he always got the guys together and played, and I know Beckham was the same way, um... You know, and then don't forget Keane and Gerard as well were, you know, big name stars. But I felt like, you know, everybody worked together. And with with Zlatan in the picture, it's like because he's so good, because he's so good, it's just like let's just service the ball to him. And and we've seen it. We've seen it where he literally Zlatan's players, you know, uh, and teams. And, you know, they, they I mean, it's great to take advantage of his skills, but that becomes a problem with, I mean, what if he gets – suspended again or what if he gets injured you know like we have to be able to and this team has shown that they can step it up and I just thinking long term especially for next season if Zlatan doesn't sign on we definitely have to have these guys you know pulling together and I believe that that's what Escaloto and Teclose um, are working on now so I I I think it's it's coming together really really well um what do you think um for Elias for El Trafico I think for El Trafico, El Clasico, however you want to refer it to, (laughs) it's going to be anybody's game. Because, yes, LAFC is at the top with 37 points now. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, nice cushion up there. But they have had their problems as well. You know, they, they had a draw against New York City FC. They had a draw. They're actually their first loss back in April 17th at Vancouver, which was the last time we saw, you know, a real rotation in that roster. You know, a draw, two back-to-back draws with Seattle and Chicago Fire. They, in terms of being the best team, I think they definitely learned from their mistakes last season. It's not saying that they, you know, going to come out the gate win every single game in the league. That's not realistic. So in terms of El Clasico, I think it's still going to be anybody's game. Do we have the upper hand? I believe so, because we've been great at crossing off, you know, major games from last year. We blew away, you know, Real Salt Lake, um, Portland Timbers, Sporting Kansas City. LA Galaxy's next, per se. (laughs) You know, granted, we still have a couple matches before the big game. But I think they're definitely gearing up for that. Yeah, I think the Galaxy, you know, since they are undefeated right now against LAFC, I'm I'm a little bit worried, I have to be honest. Um, and, and I think anybody else can. Like, as long as this defense stays strong, um, definitely got a win at home on Sunday against New England. I mean, it's also Pride Night. You know, and Bruce Arena, our former winning coach, is going to be on the sidelines there. Um, we definitely 
got got a lot to prove ourselves to feel for the fans also to feel comfortable and and let's be honest we even said like look we'll take all the away losses you know with against um east coast teams if it means that we can come home and beat lafc um that's 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 all that we want to do is is to maintain that you know um any other feelings questions comments concerns I think my main concern is just Sporting Kansas City getting healthy again. Yeah. You know, um, obviously, they're not the only team to have started the season early because of the CCL. They did well. They went all the way to the semifinals, which is fantastic for any MLS team. But I think that that came at a great cost Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. a few games ago, we hit that mark where we had to sign a player for the Salt Park Rangers, the USL side, in order to have someone on the bench, basically. Just a, I, I hate to refer to him, to Harris, as a bench warmer, but that's what he turned out to be. Yeah. And luckily, you know, as I mentioned earlier, our injury list is finally starting to shrink, but with multiple road matches, national call-ups... It's just going to be a very tough month to get through. I would hope that we can bounce back in time before trying to play catch up in September because this new schedule really does not help in those terms. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we'll know we'll know in November already who's, who's going to have the cup. It's wild to think about that we're, we're halfway through this year, so... Yeah. Well, thank you, Araceli, for having me for, you know, in Kansas City, um, for getting me through the tornado. And by the way, today's flood and hailstorm. Freak <laughs> hailstorm. No, I was like, I'm convinced you brought that on somehow because after we got out of the museum, you're like, oh, look at the little cloud with the lightning in it. Yeah. yeah. And then nothing. And then all of a sudden, we had like a freak hailstorm for two minutes straight. Like little pea-sized hail. Yeah, I'm grateful my car didn't get damaged. I know. Uh, I was surprisingly okay with everything. Um, you know, I thought that I was gonna have like anxiety. You're an official storm chaser. Uh, now. Yeah. Now, now, you guys, I am. Uh, <laughs> Tornadoes, hurric- uh, hurricanes. Oh God, I have no <laughs> desire whatsoever to experience any of this ever again. Earthquakes. Nothing uh, phases you. Nothing phases me. Well, yeah, nothing is scary, you guys. Like, <laughs> but um, yeah, it. It's it's been really exciting and and you know definitely Araceli will have you back on because uh, again in August is another uh, July, late in July August yeah. definitely because I am really curious to see how LAFC and the Galaxy prepares for those matches yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be fun you guys so you know keep it fun don't forget about that I know we got a lot of fans that uh, yeah I mean it runs deep in, in LA. Um, and it gets it gets intense real fast like that's an understatement so you know um yeah i am I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to to being at the game and and more traveling so thank you and you guys will hear from uh Araceli and i again of course you can always find us on mls female and and on twitter yep you know. yeah on twitter yeah tell everybody your twitter handle it's not the most creative. <laughs> um, RSL V1. 
And what's your handle again? MC Hutink. That's H-U-I-T-I-N-K. <laughs> for the people who need to spell my name, it's Dutch. And for anybody who didn't remember, uh, yeah. But chances are, if you find one one of us, you'll find the others. So. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, on MLS <laughs> female for sure, um, and also on Instagram. So. Um, thanks you guys for listening so much Uh, till next time for the next episode of Simply Soccer I'm Michelle peace out bye go see. oh man she had to add that (laughs) alright